At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Friday, Football Friday, our final one with multiple games. This is kind of sad, exciting, but sad. And we're looking forward to both these AFC and NFC title. And joining us right now to talk about it, Eddie Gross, FanDuel, more ways to win. And Bally Sports West, Ed is on the Roman guest line. Ed, welcome back. Uh, have you uh, recovered from last week's tremendous weekend of football? Are you ready for another one? Yeah, sure. Why not? What else am I going to do? Watch football and talk about it. And let's start with the <laughs> AFC. Let's start with the AFC title game. Burrow, Mahomes, the number's up to seven and a half. Uh, what's your thought on, on this number here? It's, it's going towards the Chiefs. Is this too much? I mean, it is Joe Burrow, who just had a year, almost nine yards per completion and a crazy amount of uh, big plays down the field. Do you think the Bengals can cover this number? You know, it's interesting because when it was at seven, I was very much confident that the Chiefs was very much the side to back in large part because I have a concern about Joe Burrow's sack rate. It's one of the higher ones in football. And certainly we talked a lot about uh, what happened uh, you know, in terms of, you know, getting those nine sacks against the Titans and the fact that he's had a high sack rate pretty much all season long, but he's been able to overcome that in large part because you look at the last game between the Bengals and Chiefs, Jamar Chase had some incredible yak, and that matters in the grand scheme of things. But I wonder, too, uh, in, in this game, it's not so much, all right, is is Joe, Gur- Joe Burrow going to, you know, play the game like he did in the last meeting, but has this Chiefs defense really gotten better? I know it got off to a really awful putrid start at the beginning of the season. And yeah, it's had its moments, but are they really able to contain a hot shot young quarterback? And I feel like that they have a real opportunity here. And even though I still like the over in general, the reason why I feel like the Chiefs can still cover seven and maybe seven and a half as well is I don't know if this Bengals defense can contain Mahomes enough to sort of make them a little bit more conservative and then keep this game interesting. I wonder when it comes to Joe Burrow, 
the, the sacks were, you know, on four-man rushes. They weren't necessarily on blitzes. This is an offensive line that has struggled at times, and it struggled last season, and it's kind of happening again. And, yeah, you've got some good receivers, but, you know, that secondary, though injured for Kansas City in, in some places, it, it still is effective at times. And so can they keep up knowing full well that Pat Mahomes is on this uptick? I have my doubts at this point. And what about the uh, perspective of the Bengals offense? What's the best approach for them to take? A lot of times when you're going up against the best of the best quarterbacks in the world, Mahomes, uh, Brady throughout his entire career, Aaron Rodgers, when you're visiting him and uh, the conditions are, aren't going to impact the game like we saw on Saturday night, you'll hear, well, you've got to run the ball. You've got to keep that opposing quarterback on the sideline as much as possible. However, the Bengals at their best have been when Joe Burrow's been slinging it over the last, I'd say, month and a half. So what do you think they should do? What should they do uh, with their run-to-pass ratio? I still think the, the the pass rate should be probably you know, 75, 80% in neutral situations. Uh, you know, it should be still something ridiculous. Uh, but I do feel like that those throws need to be a good bit shorter. And I, I even though that Joe Burrow, he has been great in terms of 20 plus air yard throws, no doubt about that. And he's actually been one of the few quarterbacks, uh, you know, among everyone, much less those who've survived this far, in terms of being elite in short, intermediate, and lengthy throws. No one else, or almost no one else, has been able to sort of be unpredictable as far as being effective no matter which part of the field he's throwing to. And that is really important in this matchup. The problem to me is that, you know, th those sacks are happening. And they're happening in non-blitz situations. So I look at this and I say, okay, the best way to overcome any kind of pressure is just to keep those throws short. I would like to see other receivers actually step up and be more integral in a game like this. We talk about Chase a lot. We talk about T. Higgins some, especially in you know daily fantasy situations and prop bets. But this is a CJ kind of a game. This is a receiver you haven't heard of kind of a game, especially dealing with short you know, throws and crossing patterns, those kinds of things. I think if we see other guys step up a good bit more to where we're not talking about the marquee game, mar marquee names as much, then I feel like the Bengals have a chance. All right, let's talk about the other game. Um, our Twitch viewers are already betting that you're going to be on the Niners plus three and a half. Are they right or wrong? <laughs> what What in the world would give them that idea? I have it the foggiest. No, I I feel like uh, San Francisco is a shot to win this thing outright. In yes. large part, it, it's not so much the whole, you know, you know, Kyle Shanahan's in Sean McVay's head or whatever it is, you know, home field advantages. Because I mean, those are fun little narratives to talk about during the week because, you know, you get tired of talking about only two games. But I think what, what matters a good bit more is Jimmy Garoppolo has had a, a standing season, no doubt. And I feel like that we still operate under this reputation where he looked like what he did last season. Or he was the guy in the Super Bowl who came up short in terms of that wide open throw that he missed. I think we still look at that and sort of look at the highlight reel, so to speak, and still feel like that he's the same guy. When in reality, he's not. And I know it's easy to fall into recency bias in terms of how he performed against the Packers. But Aaron Rodgers, I think we all agree, is a phenomenal quarterback. And he didn't play well in those conditions either. And yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo is a little banged up. But he has an extra week to recover, an extra week to heal. And 
there are receivers like George Kittle, for instance, the you know the dynamo tight end who we haven't heard of heard from very much over these last few weeks. They will be more dynamic. They will be healthier. They will be more impactful in this offense. And so this is the time when Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play a good bit better. Kyle Shanahan is going to be more creative in terms of his play calling. This is a great opportunity to watch the best of San Francisco, so to speak. And I can't wait to see how it turns out. Uh, we can't either. Ed Egross of FanDuel joining us here talking NFC AFC Championship weekend here. Ed, the total on this game is pretty low and it's dropping. It's down to 45 and a half on FanDuel. How do you see that? How, how do you think this game goes? Two offensive coaches, but two excellent pass rushers, defensive lines, lower scoring. Is the number too low now? That's what I keep wondering. I feel like it's around the right area, but I'm wondering if there's some value on the over now because it keeps dropping. I kind of like the over from the begin from the beginning, and we know we've talked before about the sort of closing line value thing that's that's been going on, and I feel like that's important in this conversation as well. I mean, if you look at the spread in total, what are you looking at here? Like a, a 25, 22 kind of a game? That feels a little odd to me. I feel like it should be a little bit higher scoring, and I do understand that when you're dealing with divisional foes, that you know totals tend to be a little bit lower. Familiarity actually tends to get to lower scoring games because you're not necessarily forcing yourself to throw a bit more, try and score to keep up those kinds of things. And so in that regard, I understand it, but you're also dealing with two fantastic offenses that have played great. I mean, look, you know, quarterback EPA, which has been ballyhooed a little bit, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is third by my numbers. Matt Stafford is second. So these two teams really do belong in the NFC championship, all things considered. I, I would love to see, what the Rams defense is supposed to do uh, to contain an offense that does so much pre-snap motion. It's one of those things where, you know, run block rate or, you know, run stopping rate, pass stopping rate, pass rush rate, all of those things have been good for the Rams pretty much all season long defensively. But I do wonder when it comes to run stopping is how predictable it is. So from week to week, you know, how sticky is it? But then also, too, if you're not sure if they're going to be running or even, you know, working the outsides horizontally, if they're still able to stop when you're not exactly expecting the run. And that's what I think is, is going on with this Rams defense and why the 49ers have done so well in this season series, because that motion makes things so much more unpredictable. And that ball can go to so many different guys. And that's exactly what you want to do offensively, right, is to be unpredictable. Uh, it's like in the last game. I think the Bengals have become too predictable, and that's why the Chiefs, I think, can cover. The 49ers are unpredictable in large part because of pre-snap motion, and it's one of the reasons why I think they have a real chance here. Let's hit on some of your favorite player props in the two games. Uh, start wherever you like. Well, let, let's. we were just talking about NFC. Let's go NFC first, then AFC. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so with NFC, Debo Samuel receiving yards, I really like the over in this one. It, it's one of those things where you, you play your best players at, in the playoffs because that, that's what you expect in terms of, you know, a highest opportunity, those kinds of things. And even though I may be talking about talking uh, out of both sides of my mouth in terms of, say, the Bengals using the second, third tier receivers, I also do know that in, in key matchups, you are trying to use your best weapons and get them the most opportunities. And I feel like for the 49ers uh, to win that game, they will need to be passing a good bit more. They will need to utilize Debo Samuel as a receiver a good bit more. And so uh, at last check, 51 and a half receiving yards. I, I feel really comfortable with that one. I think, uh, you know, they have a real uh, chance here. Uh, but as far as the AFC, Joe Burrow, his passing yard totals, I, I, I'm with you guys. Like, I think he does need to pass a good bit more. Kansas City's defense has been great in terms of stopping the run. They haven't established the run in too many games as of late anyway. And so this is a Joe Burrow sling it around kind of a game where I think the chunk plays will be there. I'm not sure if the scoring plays will be there. So the team total makes me suspicious. I might even go the under there. But as far as the passing prop for Burrow, I like him to be closer to 300. So that would be an over. We were talking about this earlier before the segment started, but how much of a factor uh, will you do you think this home field advantages for the Rams with so many Niners fans? Not only do they live in L.A. already, but they found a way around buying tickets to this game. Yeah, if, if someone wants to hack into your software, they're going to find a way. There's going to be a backdoor channel, no doubt about it. I mean, look, L.A. people, if you know the L.A. folks, and, you know, I love, you know, being in Los Angeles. And my friends here have been fantastic. The strangers have been fantastic. But everyone pretty much agrees on one thing. They hate fighting traffic unnecessarily. And if there's any excuse not to fight L.A. traffic, they are going to find it. And not to mention, too... You know, I, I think because of, you know, the history of the Lakers and the Dodgers and things like that, to have the Super Bowl in Los Angeles in a couple of weeks, I think may be a bit of a variable here. Because if the Rams win and they're favored and they probably should win a game like this, well, then they can wait a couple of weeks and then really show up for that contest. And so do you really want to go to the semifinal or do you really want to go to the Super Bowl? And that's the opportunity to plan everything out, fight traffic, do all that fun stuff. I think this is one of those, you know, kind of wait and see opportunities where you don't want to be there if things fall apart. But if they are there, then they have another game in a couple of weeks. And that's the game where you really want to go to. So that's probably what we're working with here. And, you know, have I mentioned that the traffic is awful in this town? Have I mentioned <laughs> how bad? How bad is it? I, I always hear the term LA traffic. I, I've dealt with it in Chicago, uh, depending mm -hmm. what time I have to go downtown to work. Back when I would go downtown to work, but uh, how bad is it? Can you provide some context? Uh, I get a lot of podcasts uh, taken care of. You know, I have my queue and you know all the various shows that I need to be listening to, and uh, I usually get through it. Uh, you know, and one of the 
the bad days, but that's fine. I mean, <laughs> it, it's it's one of those things where I, I'm learning a lot about a lot of different things, and I am broadening my mind just by sitting in traffic, wondering if I have just enough gas to make my destination. I went. I was out there once. My I, I family used to live out there, Ed, and I I, I was like mm-hmm. twelve or thirteen. I was a kid. But I remember no matter what time of the day we left their house to go somewhere, there was always traffic. Is, is that the way it is? Like it's always trafficking? So there are times when we do the the uh, Fandle Show More Ways to Win uh, out, you know, sometimes we'll record it early in the morning, say like five o'clock or something like that. And there are times I'm still checking my GPS to make sure that I don't have to take some alternate route at 3.34 in the morning on a weekday. I, I'm still having to do this. Now, sometimes I get I get by and it's no big deal and it's great, but there are times when I actually do hit traffic because you know some idiot doesn't know how to drive uh, in the dark. But <laughs> it happens sometimes and you have to be prepared for it and allocate a little, you know, my, my advice to anyone, like if it's to LA or New York or whatever, however long the GPS says it's going to take you, multiply it by three. Because something is going to happen between when you actually turn the key in the ignition and getting to your destination, something is going to happen that slows you down that no one can anticipate. So multiply your time by three and you'll never be late that way. I think if you live in LA, you're planning to go to the game, get a flask, take an Uber with some friends <laughs> and you'll but enjoy Ubers are it. expensive, Aaron. <laughs> So are tickets to this game. Who yeah, can afford I know. five grand for a ticket to this game? Who would it's want to? I, I get such a better view at home. It's it's a great stadium, no doubt about it. Phenomenal ballpark. But still, I, I, all of these things add up. Even the parking is a little bit tricky. Uh, you know, you have to park somewhere you know, far away and then take a shuttle out to the stadium. Like, you know, not that it's these terrible. things aren't planned as well as they can be, but it's still a, a lot of hard work and you're giving up your entire day uh, to go to a semifinal. Like, it, 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 I'm, I understand it. I understand why it, it's a little bit tricky. In those, I mean, this isn't like, you know, other cities where the stadium is downtown and you can just walk there. No, I mean, it's in Inglewood. It's far away from everything. At Egros, FanDuel, more ways to win. Bally Sports West on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation, ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL now. We'll look at long shot props on the other side right here on the BetQL Network.